You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. Tell you there, is that you? Yo, you feeling good, right now, ain't you? Cause I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good. This is episode 119 of Mike Check, waifu, waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lubecomplex.com. Use that offer code waifu to save on your entire cart. It's also brought to you by DontTalkShop.com as well as the people who bring this podcast to you every single week. And the people that bring this podcast to you every single week is our Patreon producers. They support us over at patreon.com slash waifu. I want to give a shout out to A.B. Aaron Brown, Dre, the GOAT, GK, the pro, explicitly Monique Williams, Nachi, Quellian, and Treasus. Thank you so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We couldn't have, we couldn't do this without you and all of our other Patreon supporters. We thank you and love you so very much. Uh, it means the everlasting world to us. Today is a very big episode. But first, before we get started on that, I just want to say thank you to everybody that made M- hashtag MCWW antagonist number one a success. It was a lot of fun. We appreciate y'all for joining us and just going off to the pain theme. Uh, I didn't realize how many people was going to want to talk. So I heard the pain theme a lot. <laughs> I started to feel like it started to get a little too much But I, I thought it was dope I thought people people enjoyed it I hope y'all enjoyed it If y'all did, let us know At MikeCheckWaifu on Twitter Make sure y'all follow us there To join our next MikeCheckWaifu Waifu antagonist space It was a lot of fun We appreciate it uh, Yeah, tell Bro, we got a lot to discuss For sure Today we are reviewing Tokyo Revengers that's going to come a little bit later, like right before our break. So if you haven't watched all of Tokyo Revengers, I would suggest watching it all and then coming back to this episode because this episode will be the Tokyo Revengers specific episode. And we get to go use our review scale, which we haven't used in a very long time. Actually, let me make sure I got that pulled up because we do have the review scale document that we use that uh, kind of like balances everything out for us and get it, get it going. Okay. Oh, look at that. When I Google my check, white foy fool, we pop up. Uh, Let's go. See Google Docs. All right. tell so before we get started on the review, though, there's a lot we got to discuss only because this is the quintessential probably end of the summer season, right? For sure. A lot of stuff ended this week. Yeah. So talk to me about what was your standout show of the entire season? Uh, standout shows because it's going to be more than one obviously right yeah well it's not very hard for me to pick like uh, Remake Our Life to me was obviously a standout Um, Polo won this uh, this season of the Sleeper episodes or Sleeper uh, anime Um, Case Study of Vanitas was a standout for me Um, Rebuild uh, How Real Is Here Rebuilt the Kingdom standout um yeah, those are probably some of my, my favorite standouts for this specific season. Tokyo Avengers technically isn't part of this season because it started a little bit earlier, but True. Tokyo Avengers was also really good this season. Um, I feel like it really ramped up and got better towards the end. That's a fact. That's a fact. 
Yeah, man, it's, it was so many good shows. Like, if y'all don't know, listen back to our previous episodes. We kind of go through the list of, of shows that are just spectacular. Um, to just cover a few, though, uh, Remake Our Life is one that we feel that you must watch. Okay, if you're a fan of Slice of Life, and even if you're not, I do think Remake Our Life is special. It is a joy to watch. Um, I truly do believe that How the Realest Hero, Re- Realest Hero Rebuilt a Kingdom is also special. It's a, it's a different spin on the isekai take. Um if you can get past the first episode because you automatically assume that it's going to be like every other episode every other isekai the way the first episode starts but trust me when i say it's not and it's actually a joy to watch it's a super super pleasant show to watch um sukamichi uh moonlit fantasy which is another isekai that is a comedy like almost parody of isekais and in the way they work uh sukamichi moonlight fantasy is something i do feel like it's definitely worth a watch for for sure and then obviously um yeah we are I already said we make our life so yeah um yeah it was, it was a pretty good summer season to be honest and it's a lot more than it should like it it, need, it needs more credit to be honest for sure so make sure y'all uh, add those shows slept on a lot of stuff a hundred percent so make sure y'all add those to y'all list if y'all haven't seen them you know what i'm saying because i promise you you won't be disappointed and if you are, I'm sorry. I let you down. Um, yeah, man. I think uh, what was the the episode of this of this week for you though? Um, it's hard because I don't think I really liked how the realist hero rebuilt the kingdom's final episode. I don't think it was really that that impactful. Um. Mm. Uh, My Hero Academia's final episode was was mad average to me. Um, but Remake Our Life, I feel like hit everything I wanted this episode. Uh, Battle Game in five seconds. Uh, this not technically the final episode because the final episode airs tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But this this recent episode was pretty good, but nothing stood out as much as like Battle Game, not Battle Game, as Reboot. Remake Our Life. Remake Our Life to me just had the best episode uh, finale. It hit everything I wanted and then left us with a cliffhanger, which really feels like we might be getting a season two. Yes, which that that is what got me. I'm like, yes, we are getting a season two. That's what I wanted, man. How were you upset? Were you as as, as upset as I was when you uh with the ending? No, like, I, I won't say I was upset. I mean, there's me. a there's a specific thing I'm upset for, and I'm pretty sure we'll talk about it in spoilers. Uh, but there's only really one thing I'm upset about with how this, how this final episode went. And it's more about like who he, or who he had to say goodbye to, Mm -hmm. because that means that he's set in his mind that that's not going to happen again. Exactly. Exactly. Right. We talked about this and that kind of broke my heart a little bit. Uh, but I'm excited to see what he does now because whatever the season two is, this anime has been entirely too good, entirely too slept on, uh, Easily top five worthy, top ten worthy. A hundred percent top five not worthy. For I'm not sure. gonna. I'm not saying it's necessarily gonna be in my top ten or top five, but I'm not. I might, yeah. I might slide it in there depending let, on how I look at my list again. Let, let me clarify. I'm not gonna say it's it's of of its genre, right? Yes, like, yes, for sure of its genre. It's like top 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 five, like slice and of life. I, we we not reviewing this anime specifically because uh, we'll, we'll like I said we'll go into more details, but. Um, this episode had some of the best music of the entire season 
and it was just more about the placement in this episode that was just like on point. And the placement has never been bad in this in this anime, but this specific episode just had the placement really on point. Like it, it felt really impactful in every every like auditory auditory moment sounds really, really good. It was wow. already it already looked really good in this episode you can tell they put the production value up a little bit too i totally agree i totally 100 percent agree with that uh, I, and like with animation too right like at the animation was even yeah pretty quality the, there, there was the one part where he we might i, I don't want to spoil it yeah, yeah, <laughs> but there was the one part at the end when he goes outside and i look at the background and that background had like the focal blur from like a, a, a dslr camera um with him in the foreground and it just looked very well drawn like like this almost looked like movie quality in that scene specifically i was like yo this is crazy oh you're right they, they really they really showing out for us on this final episode you're right they they spent <laughs> who turned on the animation right like, right they turned that shit up for sure um yeah, like I like I said about Sukumichi, I think it's I think everybody should watch that shit. That's also getting a season two. Like everything is getting a Moonlit, continuation. Moonlit Fantasy, yeah, Moonlit Fantasy. Yeah, I saw that it was getting a season two. Uh, I found an episode was that's a, so good. It was yeah. so, so good though. I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, do you feel like what do you what do you think? Do, what do you think the impact this summer season is going to have compared to this is kind of unfair but compared to fall uh, the summer season well the, the nice thing about the fall is that it's bringing back some things that we really cared about right Yeah, uh, we're going to have Demon Slayer mm-hmm. 86 part 2 mm-hmm. uh, Jobless Reincarnation right. so there's some stuff I think that can really really put us put us over the top because this anime year like this this year for anime mm. obviously i think much better than we expected and obviously there's gonna always be good stuff pop out but uh there was just there was a lot of good stuff in the spring season that i feel like went unrecognized there was some good stuff this season that went unrecognized and next season i feel like it's caught on by now or some of it has caught on by now to the point that where it's going to really stand out. I'm, I mean, and then you also have Demon Slayer on top of that. So people are really be tuned into what's coming out this season. Hold on real quick. I think this, I think this season, this, uh, what is it? Summer fall, fall. I think this fall season is, is considered like the comeback season. Cause yeah. I don't, I don't know if the new shit is going to come close to the new shit we got in the summer. I could be wrong. Like there's a lot of new shit coming too, but this just might be the comeback season this fall coming up. So hard to tell, hard to even say, you know, hard, yeah. to, hard to even say. Uh, let's see, let's see here. I mean, I, I, I guess we can just get right to the meat and potatoes of the show then, shall we? Okay, we do. We're going to jump right into the review. You want to jump right into the, yeah, let's jump right into the review. This will have, this will contain some spoilers of Tokyo Revenger, Tokyo Revengers season one. So the 24 episodes of Tokyo Revengers, this will have those uh, spoilers in it. So if you haven't watched it, turn off this podcast and make sure you bookmark it. Come back later and then learn how uh, learn what we think and learn what rating this get on our review. All right. So let me pull up the document real quick on how our reviews work, because it's been a very, 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 very long time. Since we since we did a review, to be honest, it has been like so very long. 
How long is it? What would you say our last review was? It's been almost like probably nine months to a year. Damn, man, that's fucking crazy. That's actually insane because I think you're right. No, we, we reviewed the Demon Slayer movie, right? Yeah. Okay, no, since. So when was that? Sheesh. That came out April 23rd, so April. Interesting. So April, we reviewed the Demon Slayer movie. That's wild. Since we did a review. Now, this this podcast is known for our reviews. So let me give you a rundown of how our reviews work. So we have a quote-unquote patented Mic Check Waifu Waifu review scale. The way that review scale works is we break up an anime that we're reviewing down to five categories that each host, Polo and Tell, we give a 20-point scale score to. So, for example, the way it works is we have the five categories being animation, sound design, pacing, plot, and characters. Each one of us is going to give a score based off of our thoughts and our opinions of what we thought of each particular category. And then we average each score at the end to then get an overall score that we add together to give our my check waifu waifu official official scale. So for instance, if Tell gives something straight sevens, his overall score is seven. And if I give something straight eights and my overall score is just eight, then we average, we take those averages, combine them together and make a 7.5, which means that that anime overall at white my check waifu waifu scale is in 7.5. So Mm-hmm. With that being said, let's get into the review of Tokyo Revengers. But first, what are your overall thoughts of season one of Tokyo Revengers? Um, I think that the anime is really good. Uh, coming into it initially, uh, there's a lot of hype around it to me, and it didn't necessarily hit home for me. It uh, was kind of a little bit more disappointing in the beginning, but there are characters and moments I really enjoy in the show, and it really picked up towards the end for me. Oh, interesting. Uh, for me, I, I I came in knowing nothing, knowing nothing about it. I I saw zero interest um, from our Twitter at Mike Check Waifu. Uh, I saw zero interest on my personal Twitter at Polo Born Fly. I just think that uh, when I saw it and the way it that first episode ended was a, a nice shock to me, right? Because I, I went into it knowing nothing about it. I went into it not knowing what the hell it was about, what was going on. I just knew that it was this dude living a terrible life. I'm like, okay, this shit seems interesting. Tokyo Revengers, okay. I, knew, I didn't even read a synopsis for it. I just turned it on and I watched it. And from the moment I met Takamichi, I'm like, oh, this, this is... This is an interesting character. He was already interesting for moment one for me. And then uh, as soon as it started picking up, it started picking up hype on the tw- timeline around like episode 10 is when I saw everybody talking about they re- read it or read Tokyo Revengers or they, everybody became advocates for Tokyo Revengers for some reason, um, which is cool. But it was at that point where, you know, it kind of, everything I saw had me like, okay, it's cool, it's cool. But then watched it it just became more and more predicated on cliffhangers. And that, okay. that was where my disappointment lied. Like it just, it spent its time kind of working to the cliffhanger to then wrap up that cliffhanger in the first four minutes of the episode to then leave you with another cliffhanger after they spent a lot of time talking. So 
that to me was was slightly annoying, but I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So with that being said, let's get started with the review of Tokyo Revengers. Now, the first thing we're going to discuss in this review is animation. So animation consists of art style, visuals, direction, scenery, and overall viewing experience. These are our personal opinions and tell if you don't mind starting. Uh, I thought the animation was, it was good. It wasn't bad. It was, I would say it was probably like slightly above average. So I'm giving it like a, a 7.5 out of 10. Oh, damn, that was quick. Okay. 7.5, huh? Yeah. I, I just, I didn't think it did anything necessarily shocking. There were moments where it felt better, but then there was moments it was just like, it's okay. That's interesting. That's very, very interesting for me. I, I think the animation was probably the worst part about the show. There were so many inconsistencies with the animation, like the uh, like Takamichi becoming super thick <laughs> out of nowhere during, <laughs> during that bloody Halloween. I think that it was like a something was up with, like I said, the consistency with the animation. Some parts were beautifully animated, like when it was whenever he was going back and forth between time. I thought that was it looked gorgeous. I thought that uh, I, I I did think that it could have used just a little bit more like like what's the word I'm looking smoothness. What is animation? Fluidity. Yeah, fluidity. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. Fluidity, because some fights looked extremely smooth and a lot of fights didn't. But what Tokyo Revengers relied on, it relied on like it's it's one hit moments. Like Mikey swinging his leg for a kick, or Draken throwing a punch, but then when knocking through dude through a wall, yeah, yeah. But when it was an actual fight time, like multiple punches or kicks being thrown, it just didn't it didn't hold up. So for me, I think I think the animation was a six point five. I think that was the worst part about the show, to be honest. Okay. All right. So with that, we move on to the next category which is sound design. Sound design consists of soundtrack, composition, sound effects, and how well it tied in with the visuals. Um, and I'll start off with this one. Sound design was, uh, I did enjoy the music whenever it would come on. Oh, that, that shit was dope. I did like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I don't remember any other pieces of the music or the soundtrack at all. Mm-hmm. So I can't really speak to that. But the punches and the kicks and the motorcycles and that shit sounded great to me. I thought that shit sounded actually amazing because yeah. it, it just it fits so well for every situation that it was put in. So for me, the sound design gets a 7.5. Uh, so so I agree with you for the most part, like there was none of it was none of it was specifically memorable, right? Um, voice acting. I felt like a lot of it was on point. The yes. soundtrack was on point. Um, like how like the vehicle sound like when uh Mikey's brother got hit with the bat in oh the head, and they kind of made God. that sound ring. That was one of the more impressive parts for me in terms of sound design. Yeah. Um, I think it was like a wrench, by the way. So even worse than the bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a wrench. My bad. <laughs> but when he got hit in the head, you know, you kind of hear like that that sound. Yeah, um, and you knew he was dead, like from that moment. Off, off impact, bro. It was crazy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I gave the sound design a seven out of ten. I thought it was, I thought it was good. It, it was average, not amazing, but 
mm. gets more it gets i think better than it's a passing that's interesting so you thought the animation was better than the sound design um for certain parts it depends because there was parts that was like choppy mm-hmm. but the animation i think it was just more consistent like it wasn't ever amazing but it was never like truly bad like how we saw with like demon lord retry or with like black clover and right, how right. his face just his whole body would disappear or you know miss entire frames it, yeah. it was never that bad i see i see uh next up is going to be pacing so pacing is episode to episode strength the continuity how it, how well the story developed and unfolded as the series went on. So, tell talk to me about pacing. What did you think? Um. All right. So for pacing, like I said, I think that it the first episode I thought was actually pretty good, like how Polo said. Um. But there's a lot of like picking up it had to do in the beginning where I felt like the beginning wasn't as impactful to me. Uh. It didn't really get. I feel like it was a little bit more impactful when Mikey was introduced was like what episode three or two. Mm -hmm. And then like, it kind of wasn't very like high impact for a while. It relied heavily on those cliffhangers, like Polo said. Uh, And then the ending part to me, like the latter end, I would say probably like, it was like episode 14 or 15 to like 25 at that point, I think is where it started to get a little bit more consistent. Uh, I gave the pacing a seven out of 10. Interesting, bro. Uh, man, I thought the opposite. I thought the pacing as it went further on got worse mm. because they they felt the need to 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 try to to try to cliffhanger us. They they were so they so they were so pressed on building that wow moment for people to talk about it on on social media that they forgot that they had the rest of the show to 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 do right. Like everything built up to the cliffhanger, and then the next episode was the start of the cliffhanger. Or to build up to another cliffhanger. So for me, I would say around episode twelve to thirteen ish, it got it, it became more so six minutes of of reviewing the cliffhangers or or, or continuing the cliffhangers to then going back to the moment to moment stuff and then falling falling off. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, what's crazy is like our, our review scale sits so different, right? I. As I do think the animation was the worst part of the show. Okay, so I gave it a 6.5. I don't know where I feel with the pacing because I was actually okay with it. Like it wasn't, it pissed me off sometimes, right? But it right. didn't bother me enough to where I didn't enjoy it. See yeah, what I'm because a cliffhanger is a story element. It doesn't necessarily mean the pacing was bad. It just means that you didn't like that specific usage of that story element. They could have given you more detail and you would have been cool with it. Exactly. So that's why when I when I read this, the the pacing, the episode to episode strength, it was from episode to episode, the strength of it, it was it was pretty good because it always gave us information that was value, uh, valiant, but I just I didn't like the cliffhanger part of it. So that goes into the next portion of this review. But for pacing, I'm definitely going to go with a uh, see. It's a 20 point scale. I gave animation 6.5. I want to give this a 6.5 as well. I'm going to do it. I did it. 6.5. I ain't mad at it. Next up will be plot. So plot is the overall story. How well it was written. How how well the story uh, how well the story resonated with us as the viewer. So tell. Uh, for me, the plot was 
probably the saving grace of this because it, it always had me wanting to know what will happen next. The story of Takamichi going back in time and why still is unknown, but it doesn't bother me. I love the fact that we have this situation. It's it feels unique enough to where it's it's something that you just want to be along for the ride for. I do, I think fuck man was was the was that cliffhanger part a detriment to the story for me? If you think about it, tell when you go back to watch it all the way through. Do you think that will be a big a, like a binge situation? Do you think that'll be a major? The cliffhanger does not change the story for me. I feel like how I'm, how I'm looking at the plot, the cliffhanger stuff does not have anything to yeah, do with that. I think it's, it's true. a story element that I just think is overutilized. Like if you read Facts. a book and every chapter ends on this cliffhanger, you're gonna be like, "Why am I reading this book?" Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I think I think I put that in the pacing. So I do think the story was phenomenal, though. I, I love the character. Oh well, we'll get to that later. But I love the the character development with the story. Right, like, because the story started off crazy. Fucking Takemichi get back there, their whole group of people get their ass beat, <laughs> <laughs> and it just and it just goes from there. I do, yeah, man, this this story is great. I do think I'm gonna get a story in eight, a solid eight. Okay, well, I mean, she's just gonna make me feel like my score is a little bad. Um, what do you think about the story, so, Montel? I thought the 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 plot was one of the the higher ends of this of this entire anime um i don't think it's the best part of the anime but i definitely think it was one of the higher ends of the anime Mm. Uh, i think that the whole idea of what happens with takamichi um, how he has to approach situations because he's not this super overpowered like character uh how he has to approach situation and try and fix said situations he's he's he has no fighting ability and he just has to have straight willpower and straight like tenacity mm-hmm. to get through to the next day and try and save like all his friends and his loved ones basically uh and we're finding out bit and bit bit by bit in like in all these different portions on like why things are happening the way they do and we even started reading the manga in the manga we find out more information on why things happen the way they do um it's just a lot of it, in my opinion, is just really well organized in terms of the story itself. Um, I gave the plot a nine out of ten. Wow, a whole nine. Yeah, it, it was it was that good. So I can't even judge. Can't even judge that. Uh, next up will be the characters. Characters retain up. Uh, characters retain to relatability overall development and growth of the characters and how memorable these characters were oh shit did I say the plot was the best thing about this show for me because it was all cap I start this part this (laughs) this is my part I I get to start this because you started plot yeah you're right I think the characters were 100% the best part of this anime um 100% I think uh this anime is so character centric because everything is a developmental moment for the characters. Um, 
we find out so much from going back in the past and back in the future about every character that Takamichi interacts with and how their situ- situations develop. The characters you're supposed to love, you love. The characters you're supposed to hate, you hate. Um, the characters that you feel ambiguous about, you're not sure about, they kind of give you a reason to feel ambiguous about them and then you get yes. a moment to hate them or love them. Yes. You, can pick a, you can pick a fence with any of these characters. I feel like there are very few characters that are, are not rememberable. Like, I feel like so many characters in this anime, you have, you can put a face to them. Yes. You can put a, you can put a name to them. You can, you, you look at Hama and you're like, yo, I hate Hama so much. I hate Kizuki Tetsu so much. Uh, Draken is a god. Mikey's a god. Mitsuya's dope. There's just so many characters. Naoto is mad reliable. Yes. You know, these, every character in this anime, you see them and you're just like, I mean, I kind of, I kind of relate to them. And our main character at that, the the reason people hate Takamichi is so weird to me. So it's because weird, his man. character is so realistic, right? Mm-hmm. Like you go back to middle school slash high school, and you're fighting big ass about to graduate high schoolers or people with super good hands, like they've been fighting all their lives, Thanks. and you don't have these hands, you don't have this potential. Right? These these people knew they was coming out to be like reckless. And Takamichi's like, how am I going to save the world without the capabilities they have? Hmm. I, I just think he was a, a super good character and a lot of anime community didn't deserve him. Uh, yeah. And y'all still don't deserve him. I gave, and look, I think the character section was a 10 out of 10. I, I'm Interesting. Sorry. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, characters was, I know I said story was the best part, but the character's definitely the best part. Everything that Tell spoke on was everything I was going to say, so he got lucky with getting this first because he's absolutely fucking right about the characters being like characters that you definitely remember and the characters like you even like you said the characters you're supposed to hate you fucking hate them everybody talk about how much they hate Kizuki everybody talk about how much they love Draken everybody fucking talks about how much they love Baji like you were supposed to it was I guess that go it goes with the plot but it was so well written that you didn't have a choice but to feel those strong emotions to the point where you wanted to have, I don't know, hate against Takemichi, which that is still the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen in my life. Ridiculous. Because that's, you've seen from episode one, the point of his character. The point of his character is not to be the hero that is going to beat everybody ass. It's to be the hero that solves it by being him. That's a crybaby that's a crybaby boy with heart. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what that's what this story is about. That's what the characters is about. And the fact that characters in the show around him realize that is an incredible feat. I think these characters are fucking awesome. I'm gonna give it a 9.5. The only reason why I'm not giving it a 10 is because I I don't think uh I, I think what they did to Takemichi's friends was kind of like it, it just upset me a little bit. They kind of got thrown to the wayside when they were there from like day one, which is cool. Um, that's the only reason why it's not a 10 though, because their friends should have more time to shine as well. And damn, with that, that wraps the review for Tokyo Revengers. Now this may seem crazy, but let me go over what we got here and give you the averages. Now, starting off with animation, Polo gave it a 6.5, Tail gave it a 7.5. Sound design, Polo gave it a 7.5, Tail gave it a 7. Pacing, Polo gave it a 6.5, Tail gave it a 7. Uh, uh, plot, 
Polo gave it an eight. Tell gave it a nine. Characters. Polo gave it a 9.5. Tell gave it a 10. For Polo's overall score, he gave it a 7.6. For Tell's overall score, he gave it an 8.1. The overall score for Mike Check Waifu Waifu Tokyo Revengers official review is 7.85. 7.85 for Tokyo Revengers. Now, if you're wondering, where is that? Holy shit. It's so low. It's so low. (laughs) You would have thought we didn't enjoy it. That's fucking wild. Uh, Wow. A lot of bullshit. A lot of bullshit. Okay. (laughs) I'm adding Tokyo Revengers to the list of stuff that we reviewed. Uh, A lot of people not going to be happy with this review. Uh, I know it. And we've just got, I'm sure we just got a bunch of new listeners. Um, Yeah. Uh, So Tokyo Revengers. (laughs) <laughs> Tokyo Revengers is a 7.85 This is everything that we reviewed so far We reviewed 21 shows Starting off from number 21 The show 91 Days got a 6.4 The show Banana Fish At number 20 got a 7.3 At number 19 Dr. Stone 7.8 Tokyo Revengers just above Dr. Stone which is fucking weird Is a 7.85 Interesting stuff my Hero Academia Season 4 got a 7.9. What the fuck were we thinking? <laughs> what the fuck were we thinking? Number real? 16, Gangsta at a 7.95. Number 15, Shivery of a Fell Knight at a 7.95. Number 14, Bungo Straight Dogs with a 8.4. Number, yes, thir- number 13 in American Anime, Invincible, 8.45. Number 12, Darwin's Game, 8.5. Number 11, Made in Abyss, 8.5. That was a, a co-review that we did with Blind and May Podcast, so shout out to him. Steins Gate, 8.65. Erased, 8.75. Beastars, 8.85. Fucking crazy. Demon Slayer, 8.8. Vinland Saga, 9.25. Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, 9.3. Promise Neverland. Uh, Fire Force. Now play three five. Uh, we got to review Promise Neverland season two just so we can bring down a Promise Neverland average down from nine point three. For sure, because it's gonna go straight to doo. <laughs> it's gonna go straight to doo. Fire Force got a nine point three five. The My Teen Romantic Comedy series got a nine point four five, and Clannad is our number one reviewed anime at no is our number two reviewed anime at nine point eight. Our number one reviewed anime is actually Astro Lost in Space at a perfect 10. I don't know why that's not in the list. We tripping. So we got to make sure we add that to the list. Now let's talk about this review. Let's dissect this a little bit, okay? Um, It's mostly my fault that the average is down low because I would, I, it's fucking crazy because I stand by it. Like I stand by the pacing and I stand by the animation. A hundred percent. And my scores weren't too different. You know, yeah, they weren't actually. Now that I think about it, seven point five, seven, seven, nine, ten for you. Um, but what's crazy is that, like, this show is way better than the other shows we reviewed. But objectively speaking, when it comes to those categories, they just the lows are low, in my opinion. You know, like animation is low to me. I don't think it's good. Pacing, I think it could use a lot of work. One hundred percent for pacing. Sound design was great. 7.5 is, is good, not great. Plot is great at an 8. 
and then the characters nine point five. Like I think this review stands. Like I think my seven point six stands. You know, I just kind of feel bad that it's fucking below so many shows that I just find it so much better than now. Or tell hear me out. Okay, maybe, I hear you. maybe this goes straight to the fact that people just really overhyped it. And here's the thing, though. Is that I do think it was it was I thought it was hype for me. I don't know how much hype it received for you. It was good. Yeah, it was it was good. It was definitely good. <clears throat> it it received a lot of hype to me. Um, I didn't think it was the worst thing, but I just think that there was other stuff we watched during these two seasons that hit either better or just like edged it out just slightly better. You know? Yes. Everything. Yes, man. I don't know why I'm feeling bad about my review, bro. Nah, you shouldn't, bro. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a legit review. I just think it's it's looking at our list, right? It's better than No, maybe it's not. It's not. We put it in a good place. Is it better than Gangsta? I think that there are elements to gangsta that makes it better, right? Like, I think the reason my hero or gangster are rated higher is probably because animation might have been better. Yes. Okay. Probably a little bit better sound design. Yes. Um, pacing might have just been just as bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, plot was probably not as good at all. Mm. I don't think the plot of gangster was. I'm, well, plot was. I think the plot against was okay, but it wasn't as good. And the characters for Gangster were very enjoyable. Was was the best part, to be honest. So I think that it's probably reasonable that it's around there. Um, mm. I think also for like I said, my hero, we like the characters a little bit. They're not very good characters, but the animation was better than Tokyo Avengers. Yeah. Sound design was better. Season four sound design was definitely better than Tokyo Avengers sound design. Yeah. Um, pacing was ass. Yes, uh, that's what <laughs> terrible. I think we both gave so like bad. sixes or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, man, that's crazy. That I, was the that's what brought that that season down. Yeah, and true. the plot was understandable. It was just that pacing is what felt like it was dragging the plot down. Oh, valid, so valid. Everything you said is valid. Okay, thank you for making. Thank you for being my therapist, Tell. I appreciate you so much. Bro. I'm your brother. I, I do. I appreciate it. I, I felt bad about that because I I'm seeing like it's like. Darwin's game is above it. I think Tokyo Avengers is better than Darwin's game. I mean, but that's an opinion-based thing, you know? That's true. Our, our, our reviews are meant to be a little bit more objective. And scientific, um, I guess, if you will. We're we not, we not claiming we're 100% right, but we're trying to be like, like when you start looking at it, you break down like the frame rates of stuff and all that kind of stuff. We could, we, if we really wanted to get super analytical, we could, but we're not, we're not doing that. We're, what we're doing it's is our personal opinion it. on it in a, like a, an objectively scientific yeah, way. It, it is our opinion. Like, I, like I think Tokyo Avengers is probably better than a lot of stuff on our list. I would, I would put Tokyo Avengers above B stars personally, Yes, yes. but I also really enjoy B stars. And I think that my opinion on the animation of B stars, I'm thinking about like what the work is to do that. And you're thinking like, I don't like the way it looks in it general. Looks right? Ass. So like we see that differently versus mm-hmm. like how we look at Tokyo Avengers. We look at Tokyo Avengers almost identically, yeah. except for the fact that, you know, my point scale is a little bit higher on some things and a little bit. And I think I only have one thing lower than yours. Right. So it was like, Realistically, our scaling is not very off. Um, yeah, you're it's, right. It's pretty consistent for these things. That's a fact. That's a fact for sure. All right, man. Well, 
that that'll be the wrap for the review of Tokyo Revengers. Next up, Great. we will get to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I think it's my turn to roll a random number generator. It is. We got sixty five of them things. This is the part of the show where you get to know us as hosts. Now we have a list full of questions, and uh, we are. Yeah, yeah, we roll a random number generator and then we read the question associated with that number so you can get to know us a little bit better. And the number I rolled is 29. The age um, I am right so now. Question number 29, the age I am right now. You get to have one waifu. Who do you choose? Miku from Quintessential Quintuplets. Kirisu. From Steinsgate. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy. Oh, yeah, it's easy. It's so easy. Super easy. <laughs> you know what was funny? What's my up? my wife asked me who was like my favorite waifu, and she was like, "I bet you she thick, and she got really big breasts, really big boobs." Opposite, total blah, opposite. Blah, blah. And I was like, first of all, ma'am, let me show you." And she's like, "You like her?" I was like, "I mean, physically, she she's about as thick as a toothpick, but she's smart." Yeah, it's never and been. That's a, what I love. So that's what. Okay, let's talk about that rule. Oh, nah, maybe we should say that for another episode. Another episode. Yeah, we're gonna but do. No, it. We'll, we'll get you get your a main point out. Just say your main point. Our uh, next another thing we're gonna talk about in another episode is our definition of waifu. I want people to understand what we think of waifus because I don't think of waifus as being I want to date her. You know what I'm saying? I think of it as like just the best girl, like the mm-hmm. most, the most. You know, whatever but, we. F- feel the best girl is like if I, I did want to date an anime character her intelligence 100% is something I would be like you'll you be top a, of my list you'll be about yeah yeah and that's cool too like that's cool too I I don't I don't look at it like that though I just look at their personality and what I feel like makes them so right. much like I just think she's the best adorable I guess if it, lack of a better word right one hundred percent. We'll talk about that on another episode where we dissect that and go a little bit more into detail on waifus because that that'll be a fun episode. Now we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back from this break, we're gonna spoil the last episode of My Hero. We're gonna spoil the last episode of Remake Our Life, uh, and that'll be a wrap of this episode because uh, I'm a little bit tired. Yeah, we both tired, bro. <laughs> this is it's one a.m. for the time you're hearing this because we did the my check waifu waifu antagonist spaces. It was fun. It was worth it. So good. So good. So check that out on Patreon, patreon.com slash my check wife wife. Thank you. We'll be right back after this break. Skyline Skyline 
episode 119 of my check waifu waifu make sure y'all follow us on twitter at my check waifu and on twitter at king Teliano and on twitter at polo born flop we are going to spoil the last season five episode of my hero academia um if y'all remember last week i talked about my hero uh and i talked about the season as a whole i stand by everything i said i do think this season is probably the weakest even though it had one of my favorite moments, and that's the Todoroki like little arc thing. Really, I enjoyed that a lot. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that way more than I, I think I should have. I, uh, I think here here's the issue: is that My Hero Academia. I'm not sure what's going on, but they're they're experiencing a decline, and I'm not sure if it's just because like the 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 value and hype of this series is dropped off because obviously the manga is doing amazing like people are loving the manga right. but the anime for me is just like it's mad decent and I have seen a lot of love um for Todoroki not Todoroki Shigaraki specifically um because they love that moment where his hair turned white and he had his like epiphany moment where he yeah. was like I just want to destroy shit um, people would just love that. They thought it was like loving how his character developed. And I was like, I'm done hyping this shit. <laughs> Damn. Like and I and I don't mean that in a bad way. I yeah, say yeah. I'm done hyping it only for the to for the fact that like I watched or read this manga and I have been reading it consistently and I love the manga so much. I feel like the manga is just hitting super hard. <laughs> I had like the last the last chapter before the one that came out today. 
gold. Uh, I even made a post uh, mocking how people talk about Deku, talking about some, oh, look at Deku. He's super weak and he's just sleeping in a chair when everybody else is doing hero stuff. They talk about how weak and how. Are we spoiling shit right now? Nah, like this is, this is, it's not really a spoiler. He he sleeps in a chair once. That's not a spoiler. Mm. (laughs) People sleep. Um, But the the idea that um, Deku's a weak character because he cries, that's played. Um, but I will also say I just 100% think the manga's pacing is just better. And it's, it might just be because we can imagine it better than what is actually getting animated. I'm not sure what it is. I got to break that down psychologically one day. <laughs> but right now, yeah, I'm not hyping this anime anymore, man. I'm going to let it ride and just I'm going to roll with the punches. Yeah, what's sad is that I feel sorry for the people like me, right? The people that watched it and didn't read it. Because I just, uh, and I know I have to because I did make the promise that after this season I was going to read it. But I just don't know if I'm going to read it anytime soon. I'm just not in the mood. I'm not in the mood for any more My Hero right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think I need a break from it. Uh, It it truly, I know a lot of people, a lot of people that listen to us love My Hero. And My Hero is good, but I just can't. I can't rock with it after this season um, for a little bit. Just give me a break. Just give me a break from my hero. I need a break. I wish I would have, I don't know, picked it up after season two and was reading when I like became a manga reader then, because now I just, I'm not in the mood to read it. I just, I don't, I don't care enough right now to do that because I don't think it's worth the effort, even though I guarantee it probably is because it'll, it'll probably, I will probably enjoy that more than what I'm getting from the show. But mm-hmm. after the show, I just can't do it. This episode was just about them showing off their powers, basically. Um, recapping about Shigaraki being becoming, you know, a devastator now. I just we we just gonna live the way we want kind of shit. It's a lot better play than his let's destroy the world bullshit he was screaming earlier in this in this, you know, his little arc. But I still I don't I don't care about him at all. The white hair thing was not a it was not a Kaneki moment in the anime. Like, it wasn't that fucking powerful, to be honest. <laughs> You're right as hell. It was not a Kaneki <laughs> moment at all. Because Kaneki was a, was a, a different a, kind of monster. Yeah, and he, and everybody knows, like, the Tokyo Ghoul uh, anime sucked dick, too. But still, that moment was still so, so good that nothing can compare to it when it comes to, like, character transformations. The Shigaraki shit was, like, B tier, C tier. Facts, man. Facts. That's exactly where it was. Um. So, but in the manga, it just hit so different. I and that's why I said I'm not hyping this shit no more. I'm not <laughs> hyping it anymore. Uh, was there uh, the only thing I liked about this episode? We still didn't get you. You say run, so I'm still pissed off about that all season, the entire it's season. Not trash. This whole season. <laughs> this whole season. <laughs> but I did like when Deku was showing off what he learned. That shit was that shit touched me a little bit. I'm like, ah, yeah, hell yeah. It was from that first time we saw that like quirk ability mm-hmm. to like now he can control it, and then they give that little reveal that the next one you gotta learn now is float. Yeah, and that's basically flight. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's dope as fuck. I like that, and that was about it. I'm like, okay. And when it was over, usually I would have like if if this was the old me when I was so into my hero when I was watching it. If this was the old me, I would be like so pissed off that it ended this way but because of the because of the trauma i suffered from season four i'm like i don't care it's whatever you're not both <laughs> it's whatever like whatever dude 
Uh, and I know a lot of y'all that listen to us like My Hero, but I can't fuck with. I love My Hero, but the manga. I'm I'm not doing this again. <laughs> All right. Well, what's next? Remake our life, bro. Fuck. Yo, I really want to do a re- review for remake. Remake our we life. We are. We are. Let's do it. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say this 100. And this is just a personal review. This is before me getting super. No, animal. don't do it. Don't do it. We gonna review. Top it, of the head. 100. Watch this. 100. Watch this. 100. I would. I. I do want to go like fully into it soon. Like maybe in the next couple of weeks for sure. You down with that? Yeah, yeah. We, that. we can't forget. We got to do a review for this. One hundred percent. I'm one hundred percent with that. Okay. All right. The last episode. Is it being bro. dubbed? Ooh, good question, bro. It is. I think. I think it is. Because if it's being dubbed, we'll just wait for it to finish the dub, and we'll. Oh, that's brilliant. If, if, the, if the dub is good too, oh my god, <laughs> they do good voice actors. I'm telling you now. Spitting, bro. I, oh, I don't see. I don't see anything about a dub. Fuck. <sighs> All right, we'll we'll figure that out. We'll talk about that <laughs> off the air. Oh shit, man, it's so good. It's okay. The last episode where we picked up full spoilers. Where we picked up was he was talking about going back in time. He was about to go back in time, but then he remembered. Well, wait, let me say goodbye first. <sighs> That's bullshit. Yeah, man, and this is where it kind of <laughs> killed me. As soon as I, as soon as I knew, as soon as he said that, I knew what it was, though. Right, yep. like. So who who else would he say goodbye to? Because there's only one person that like he knows if he goes back in time, he there's no guarantee he's gonna see. Yep. And My it was team. like the fact that he has a daughter. Oh, she's so cute, man. I love adorable, her so much. Adorable. I hope that he does right and he goes back to her. Yes, um, bro. Please, man. Please do not go to Castle Gawa. Like I like her fine. She's fine, but she is not it. Shinoaki is it, bro. I, I support polygamy in this. Uh, <laughs> in this. I support he, he that her, If you go with that, he better go ahead and get both of them because uh, I can't. I can't not have Shinoaki be the be the goat. She was just so wonderful, bro. As she a was wife, amazing. Oh. And then the, her when she when she said uh, that whole moment they gave us when she started drawing again. Oh. Oh, like, she said something in me when I got the itch and I just started drawing and just came back to me and then she started tearing up saying like just so many memories just started bro, coming it back it was so good and I'm about to cry like, bro, bro it's so good it's so good Dude, I'm, I'm, my eyes are watering just from thinking about how powerful that moment was bro and then they were in the bed together and she was just mm-hmm. and she was talking and then as she was talking she was welling up again but not crying not crying just yet just welling up and I'm like, this girl is so strong and just so, so amazing. She's just mm-hmm. an amazing person. And that's going to be rare. Like back then, she was the one like, yo, let's she, like, I'm going to make a move. She made a move, bro. And she deserved to be where she was in that future. Minus the fact that she wasn't drawn. Oh, I mean, I, if that's the life she wanted, you know, but like, I agree. She, her character herself was super strong. I thought it was really cool that he bumped into the girl from the future, yes. the blonde hair girl. Yes, dude. I thought that was super dope. You're killing and me that's too. what inspired him. He was like, I got to do something. I got to do something. I can't sit here and just like mope <laughs> and shit anymore. I yes. got to make a move. You're kicking it, man. And he goes and he make his move and he like, boom. 
I'm gonna try and get you some inspiration. And then he kind of, it looked like he kind of worked with both of them side by side to get that inspiration back. And he, uh, he, he told, uh, what's her name? Nanako, Nanako, yeah, Nanako. No, I'm not helping you. Oh, you got to do it yourself. And I was like, come you, you talking, you talking, bro. Yes. You let them know, you letting them know, like, this is, this is what you got to do. Like, he knows what he has to do. He can still help. He can still help, 100%. but he can't take full responsibility for it. Yes. What you what you do when you take full responsibility for someone like that is you neuter them. You you clip their wings. They can't fly without you anymore. And that's how they felt. Yes. They felt like they couldn't develop. They couldn't be better he, because he, he did everything. He was their crutch, bro. He was mm-hmm. their kickstand. He was the butter to their pancakes. And they and he couldn't do that. Like he couldn't support them to the point where they didn't want to support themselves because the future that he ended up with was the future that he got which was for him disappointing because of he cares more about his friends. And I love that future for him, bro. And the most, the the coolest part is like, you kind of get the feeling that he doesn't mind being the crutch. Right. And and what I mean by he doesn't mind being the crutch is that he only wants to be the crutch when they actually need it. Not in something that they can actually overcome themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, he knows what they can do. He knows what they're capable of. Yes. If Shino Aki came to him and talked about how am I going to put this in a video? Yeah, he's probably going to help her with how to put it in a video because she's an artist. She yes. draws, right? Um, if, if uh, what's his name? Ta- Taki Suryaki comes to him and is like, I need to write this story. He's not about to write a story for you, bro. That's your thing. You literally are the master of that. In the future, you're the Platinum Generation best writer. Yeah, right. So right. he's not doing that for you, bro. If you come to him and like, how we do, how we doing this other stuff? Yes, he'll figure it out. And that's what made me also realize the first thing he did in that beginning wasn't actually as bad, like we talked about. Yeah. When he when they when they got the wrong camera and he made like the the the, the still picture frame video, mm-hmm. that wasn't bad because he wasn't clipping their wings. Then they that wasn't something they were good at. That was something he right. could have taken the reins on. But when it came to like that game, and he took the took the reins so heavily. He did. And now he's learning from that. He's giving them that chance to realize that, yeah, he, he kind of domineered that moment. Right. But you also have a time and a chance to become better and grow from it as well. He like, man, he. What this show mainly consists of is helping him, helping us understand, which is crazy because I got a life lesson from it, helping us understand the importance of balance. Mm-hmm. Just balance, bro. You gotta balance. Just help, helping with controlling, and it's it's a powerful it's a powerful situation. It's a message, powerful, <laughs> message. <laughs> it's a powerful situation to be to be in, and um, I think remake our life is one of the great slice of life. I think it's in my my top five slice of life for real of all time. So my my top two, not including movies. Yeah, thank God that. This is getting a season two. I don't, Jeez, that, they haven't officially they announced, haven't it. announced it yet, but they got it's to. Coming. They it's got coming. to. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. So the remake of my life is just beginning. Was the last thing that he said, and that's the last thing we gonna end you with with one nineteen and my check wife wife wolf tell. So we just finished talking about Remake Our Life. Let us know if you think about that season two. And, and are y'all ready for Remake Our Life? Come back in a couple of weeks and see what we do with that. My Hero Academia season five. Was Shigaraki's transmission as good as everyone thought it was? I don't know, bro. It was okay. Or or bro, what? Or mm-hmm. sis. 
<laughs> All right. On our break, we had some awesome music uh, curated by our, our DJ and host, Polo Born Fly. And we also got to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu. And if you could choose one Wi-Fi, who would, uh, uh, Waifu, who would it be? Uh, also, we did a Tokyo Avengers review and we gave Tokyo Avengers 7.85 out of 10. Me with 8.1 and Polo with a, what did you guys say? 7.6. 7.6. All right. Also, Thoughts on the fall comeback season? Is it a comeback season, or is this fall actually going to be good with all the new stuff coming back? Uh, which standout anime finale did you get from this season finale? And then thanks for coming to Antagonist, everybody. We really appreciate y'all coming through. That was a really good recording, really long time. Uh, come back next week, ten twenty-five, ten thirty um, PM CST on Sunday, and that's for episode one nineteen of My Check Wife Wife Yeah, we still working out the kinks out of My Check. Waifu, waifu antagonist. Thank y'all so much for showing up. It was about 30 of y'all at one point. So we, we thank y'all so much for supporting us with that. But as always, I am at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social media is at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike, Mike Check. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.